This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME-courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. Good morning. Welcome to your Thursday morning medical minute. All right. So uh, we treat lots and lots of chest pain here in the emergency department, right? And sometimes uh, we feel like we could do better. Chest pain patients tend to stay here for a long time, getting serial troponins. And, you know, sometimes we're over-treating, sometimes we're under-treating. A year or so ago, we switched to the high-sensitivity troponins from the other troponins we had. And I feel like we're still a year in trying to kind of get a sense of what those mean. So if you wanted to study uh, MI in humans and kind of simulate an MI occurring, what do you think would be a good way to do it? This is the study that we're going to cover today. What's that? Yeah, this is a really interesting study because they took people to the cath lab and they actually occluded their LAD for periods of time and then measured their troponins to see how they turned out. So the basic idea was they took people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they took patients who had been referred for a cath. So these weren't emergent caths going for, um, you know, STEMI to the cath lab. These were people that were intermittently having chest pain and their PCP thought, ah, you should probably get a cath and see if you need a stent or something. So these were 100 normal people who had been referred to the cath lab. And then they screened them, and if they met the criteria, which included that when they got in and did the cath, they actually didn't find any occlusions or any significant atherosclerosis. If it basically looked like a healthy heart, then they said, okay, now you can enter the study. So they found 34 patients who agreed to let them transiently occlude their LAD uh, with a balloon for periods of time and then measure their troponins. So you got randomized to either have a balloon occluding your LAD for... 30 seconds, 60 seconds, or 90 seconds. And then if you had chest pain afterwards, they gave you lots of fentanyl and nitroglycerin. And then they measured the troponins every 15 minutes for three hours and then every half hour for several more hours after that to find out uh, you know, what, ha- what was happening with these troponins. So there's some really interesting conclusions. We could go into the stats a lot, but they basically highlighted five things. So they were measuring troponins from like three different manufacturers, their tests. And then they were also checking this biomarker called copeptin to see, hey, is this an even better marker that we could use instead of troponin? And it turned out one of their conclusions was the copeptin didn't work. But I'll read off the four other conclusions. First, they found that after only 30 seconds of ischemia, you still release troponins. So that right there kind of changes my practice because whenever I have patients that come in and they say, yeah, I had like two minutes of chest pain and then it went away. I'm like, that's not your heart. Like, don't worry about that. That's no big deal. But in the cath lab, they found out that even with 30 seconds of ischemia, you release troponins that were detectable into the bloodstream. Second they found that you could detect those troponin increases 15 to 30 minutes after the occlusion of the balloon. So again, a lot of people come in and I'm like, well, you just had your chest pain 10 minutes ago. Troponin's not going to do anything. But they did find that within 15 to 30 minutes, the troponin was already rising and they could detect it. Third, they found that with only 30 to 90 seconds of ischemia, not only would you have a troponin bump, but some of those patients actually went on to meet full criteria 
by troponin of having an MI. So again, patients with even short periods of chest pain theoretically could uh, meet criteria for MI. And then fourth, this is a little bit of a detailed one. They were checking a couple of different kinds of troponins, and they found that the troponin I, which is the one that our lab uses, is better than the troponin T. So again, the take-home message is a, a lot of times I have fallen into the trap of if patients come in too early or if patients come in with very, very brief chest pain, then uh, I'm kind of approaching a different diagnostic pathway or maybe thinking they're low risk or sending them home. But uh, this study shows that at least in kind of an artificial laboratory setting, you can have an MI with a very brief period of occlusion and you can detect those biomarkers early. So there you go. Thanks. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.